You ready? As born ready. You should probably pause whatever. Are our levels all right? Screen. Yeah, you're, yeah, I think your levels. Oh, should I just put a timer could, on so we could can be a little bit. Know what, what time? A bit, bit better. And on that note. Welcome to Movie Quest, a podcast where three friends go through films together, dissect them, and put them in a list. But this week is another side quest. We apologize about all the side quests. Hey, it's summer, isn't it? Well, we got to have holidays too. <laughs> yeah. It's not just kids. <laughs> it's not just kids. <laughs> or teachers. Or teachers. But this week, we're going to be talking about what films in 2019 we are excited about watching. Yeah, the last six months of 2019. The last six months, halfway through, perfect time, perfect time to talk about what films are coming out. I feel like I feel like films tend to ramp down, apart from Christmas, like because we don't we don't get Oscar season, Oscar season in January where we get like all those big films that have been out in yeah, America. Yeah, when when do the when do the Oscars happen? When's that? Happen? I think it's like January, February. Yeah, but usually isn't it like you get the really Oscar films yeah that come you get out oscar bait right at this time yeah yeah so that so you get that in like december and early january so you'll get like christmas eve mm. release films and january the first release films and stuff like that true so we've got that to look forward to but yeah yeah so yeah i don't know what, what okay wait. wind and dine we're, what if any of our selections are like really really good and we we, we all want to what i don't know i think there's a lot of good films still i still i think there is, there's not there's not as many well known films that I was like, like like there's films that are often the far distant you know that I know about like Top Gun and stuff that I'm like oh yeah that'll probably be good. Is that coming out this year? No, next year. Oh okay. But then for this year, there's not a lot of like big movies that I'm really looking forward to. So I mean, there's some that we've I've gone through, and there's some obviously that I'm. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a couple of things to watch out for, but there's no like big shining stars. There's a, there's one left for me. Are you kidding? But. There's one. Well, massive, no, sorry. There's two. There's two at the end of the year. There's two. Yeah, there's two massive, massive films coming yeah. at the end of the year. Arguably more. I I just thought this would be interesting to do, just you know, because it's good for us. It's difficult for me to actually just because I, I I don't really watch or like read a lot of like movie news and stuff. So I thought it'd be good just to get some some new movies on our radar, have a look, see what's coming out. Um, and obviously for the listeners to be able to know, you know, here are some highlights that we've picked that we, th- we think might look good. Put, put them on your radar. Also, if there's any films that you guys think that we should um, be watching when they come out, just let us know. Oh, yeah. On uh, via, via Instagram. Send us a text. Send us a, do, we want, do we have a mobile? Do we have a no, we movie don't. quest we mobile? Don't have a movie do you have quest a movie quest email? Yeah. And what's the, what's the email? Email is moviequestpod at gmail.com. Brilliant. Yeah, send your emails today. Okay, so without further ado, Ant, what films are you bringing to the table? I have two and a half films. Wait. We don't know. We've not. We actually don't know each other's picks. Well, oh, I yeah. might have spoiled it a little bit. I ruined the no, film. That's fine. So, yeah, I guess how this, how this is going to work is we're each going to take it in turns picking a film, and we don't know what the other people's films are and we're just gonna maybe there'll be some crossover I actually don't think there's gonna be any crossover do you not? no I think I think 
I don't think we're going to have the same. Our tastes are so different. I, I've intentionally picked ones that aren't very big. Because I, 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 mean, I feel like there's some that every, a lot of people are going to know about. And, and we can still talk about it. It's interesting. But I think, you know. Is this like a new edgy ant? Like, no, this is just like. I just want to highlight. Yeah. I just want to highlight some films people might not be, might not be aware of. So it's Guys, I do a movie podcast. So uh, <laughs> I need to pick edgy films. If you want to watch this, it's going to be in the corner house for one night only. That's one of my films, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, like with with like films that are maybe not as popular, like oh, sometimes you find those gems, you know, like they're mm. just excellent. Like I would say, like maybe probably could be that could be wrong, but Garden State um, oh, when yeah. I was younger, and um, well, recently Ghost Story. I mean, like I think I'd, I'd heard about that apart from just I heard it on a pod. Someone talked about it on a podcast, and then yeah, like, interesting. Like one of my favorite films over the past couple of years i'm not going to mention it because i am absolutely bringing it to next season it's probably going to be my first film it's, right. it, i wouldn't say it's a particularly big film but it's so good i really really enjoyed it so anyway 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 and sorry what film what's your first film okay first film uh this is le mans 66 it was pre- previously called ford versus ferrari uh it's coming out on the 15th of november 2019 and basically, the premise of the film is uh, as American car designer Carol Shelby uh, and driver Ken Miles are, uh, battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford uh, and to cha- challenge Ferrari at the 24 hour uh, Le Mans race in 1966. So, why did this pop up as something that I was interested in? Now, so the director is called uh, James Mangold. Um, he's an American writer and director, uh, and he was no. He's he's done a few films that you would have heard of. He did uh, What Line. He did uh, Free Ten to Yuma. He did uh, The Wolverine, which was the good one. Yeah, the the one is that the one where like they're in Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, not yeah. not the Origins one, which wasn't good. And then he did Logan most recently, um, which I loved. I absolutely loved that film. Uh, and it's also got some quite well known actors in it. So it's got Matt Damon. Uh, you've got Christian Bale. Uh, and then there's also uh, John Berthel, uh, um, sorry, John Bernthal, uh, who's obviously the guy from The Walking Dead, and he's the Punisher. But yeah, basically, I, I really like, by I like films based about on real, real life stories. I, I quite enjoy, like I enjoyed Rush, uh, a film that came out a few years ago. It's all right, yeah. Um, and I just like the idea of like Christian Bale and Matt Damon getting together to like, you know, take it's just an interesting story. Like t- the, the Americans coming in to try and like beat beat the Italians at their own game and sort of coming. And I don't really know much about the story or anything, and I don't know much about that sort of era of car racing and stuff. So I'm just I'm kind of interested in seeing what's going on. You I feel like when I watched Senna, like mm. I thought it was a good film, but it's just it didn't kind of tantalize me like Free Solo did. I know I keep mentioning I've mentioned that pretty much every episode, yeah. <laughs> but like um, I don't I don't know if it's draws you more if you're like a, a, a f1 fan or a racing fan have you guys we pop the trailer on and uh and we yeah let's pop the trailer and on just get your reaction yeah you might th- i mean i want honest reactions if you think it looks rubbish shout out it's fine right i'm putting it on now okay that joke at the end did land <laughs> it did land for me it landed pretty well so my only problem with that is there was no sense of family. There was no corona. <laughs> there was not enough guns. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's, there's, yeah, 
I mean, it's missing that that uh, Fast and Furious vibe, I suppose. <laughs> right, we should move on. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, Johnny, do you want to do you want to give us one of your picks? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I've been pretty busy recently, so this pick has come straight off the cuff like ten minutes ago. Fresh <laughs> off I, the press. I I I've, Thanks, Johnny, I, I, I've, I've looked into this for the past ten minutes. And I'm just like, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I definitely want to go see this film. It's a black and white film um, called The Lighthouse. Ooh, yeah, bingo. Yeah, this uh, looked, yeah this looks so good. this is this is on my list as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, by the uh, the same director who's done The Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's which... also uh, it's also been produced by A twenty four. Yeah, who making all who, who did Oz and a bunch of other. I think they did Hereditary. Uh, Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. Hereditary. And, uh, Moonlight. Mid- Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer. Did the... Oz? They're doing all. Yeah. They're doing all the. The good stuff. All the good. So you got going. Um. So yeah. So it's got Robert Pattinson and William Defoe in it, mm-hmm. and it's about two lighthouse keepers who um are sort of um out by themselves. But besides that, I don't really know too much more about it. So should we should we watch a trailer and yeah, I, w- I can give a you a chat? bit of a, a bit of a. I've got some some details here if you want. If it's your pick, I think as well you should definitely. So what have you got? It's okay. So it comes out 18th October in America. Um. It's a drama, fantasy, horror. Uh, it's R-rated in the US, so it's okay. going to be probably a 15 over here, I would have thought, maybe. Um, and the, the, it's the story of two lighthouse, lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New, New England island in the 1890s. It's I mean, it's screened at some film festivals, and it's, yeah, still, yeah. Dance, it's doing pretty well. Um, it was. I think it got good reviews at Cannes. Um, right, should we watch, watch the Let's film? watch the trailer. Have you seen? Whilst we're waiting for the trailer, I haven't seen the trailer, but I have seen like a lot of the like shots for it, or some shots for it, and it definitely looks like a Mumford and Sons album. Yeah, like it's all shot in four by three as well, which is interesting. Oh wow! Oh wow! Sorry, I almost imitated Heather's uh, grandmother there. The vibe of it is really cool. I really like the vibe. Anyway, let's watch the trailer. Science, science, great. So that looks amazing. Do you know what? There's so many similar similarities between that and the witch. You know the way it's like it's use of shadows and stuff, and like the way the shots are laid out. Mm. I think it's the same font as well as the witch. Oh, it could be. That it looks very similar. Yeah. The witch is definitely one of my favorite horror films. Absolutely. I I haven't seen it. You've not seen oh, it. No, I've got it on. Anthony, I need to watch it. It is awesome. It's petrifying. It's it is petrifying. There's one scene, and I'm not obviously I'm not. I don't want to spoil it, but I was literally just like holding a pillow, just like. <gasps> I don't know what, what I can tell that. I mean, they're not really giving you much there, apart from it's just two guys in, in an outhouse. But it looks like they basically got sort of some sort of cabin fever or something where they're going a yeah. bit like like that line where he's like, "Is it been two days or five weeks or whatever?" I'm c- the thing with this film is I think it looks amazing. It could either go the way of it being it being amazing and it, it working out, or it being re- really slow and like mm. dull and a bit, bit boring. It's sort of, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to go. I think it needs that cinema watch to yeah. like and like bring you in and to stop you from being getting distracted because I think it's going to be a like very character driven. Yeah, definitely awesome to have that. That's the lighthouse again, 18th of October in America. Looks, I mean, it probably come out good. a bit a little bit later. Over here, but I think it's I'm got really a similar release date for the UK. I think 
It's a it's a limited release though, so it'll probably be in like corner house and other smaller places. Um, Keep calling it the corner house. It's actually home oh, now. Yeah. Home cinema. Yeah, corner house is like big up. Yeah, big up to the home home cinema. Aaron, what have you got? I went with a really obvious choice. Um, I've chosen f- Star Wars: The What's Rise that? of Skywalker I never as it. as my choice. Star Wars. You guys familiar with this um <laughs> this franchise? Uh yes. It's the third and final and the end actually of all of them, all of the Skywalker series, isn't it? This is the last one that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Like I you know, I watched one trailer for it. Like I think is it just like one teaser trailer where she does like the Oh well, no, there is a few more yeah, there is some more clips now, isn't there? I've watched yeah, the, yeah. I've watched yeah. the one trailer. I d I don't yeah. With films that I definitely know I'm going to watch, like, and I, I've, you know, I'm familiar with the franchise, mm-hmm. like, I, I just, I'll either not watch any trailers and just go in cold, or I'll, I'll watch one trailer, the first one they release, mm-hmm. like, usually it's quite short, and, and just live with that. Um, so this is directed by, um, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, because the film before was controversial. It was directed by Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, yeah, it was directed by Ryan Johnson. Um, he was supposed to be directing this film. Was he? Well, they got originally they got the guy who, who, oh, flip, I really don't remember his name. It's lost on me. What did he do? The original director directed Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen, something or other. But he wrote and directed the book of Henry, and that was the film. What's his name? His name, oh, sorry. His name is Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow? Okay. Um, is the Book of Henry, like, sequel m- to Book of Eli? No, it's this <laughs> mental film about how, like... I wa- So, my friend and I watched it because this is the film that got him thrown off Star Wars. And essentially, it's about this kid who's, like, really, really smart and, like, knows how, like, everything about everything and anything. And he figures out, like, his neighbor is abusing his daughter... And then, because his neighbor's a cop, like he ends up killing Henry. But Henry, like, knows Spoilers, that this is going to happen. I doesn't matter. You should just watch the trailer for it because it's completely mental. Um, I don't care. I don't. Anyone who's annoyed at me about this, just just watch the film because anything I say right now isn't going to do any justice to how mental this film is. Mm. But essentially, anyway, like he does this. He leaves this like note for his mum, and his mum like basically has to like kill or get the the neighbor who's abusing his daughter arrested. It's just a weird, weird film. And obviously, after watching it, I'm glad that he didn't direct the last episode nine, essentially. I was sad, personally. I was sad that um, uh, Ryan Johnson isn't directing it. I know that there's people in this room that have different opinions about that. Um, but I really like Ryan Johnson. I really like Looper. I really like um, a lot of the films that he's done. Is it Brothers Bloom? I think he did as well. Um, and it's a real shame that he's not he's not going to be a part of this final film. Isn't he got his own trilogy though? Um, that's still still in speculation though. No, I'm pretty sure it's definitely it was, happening. It was confirmed. There was some stuff that came out recently where people were saying it was cancelled, but then he came back out and said no, it's it's going ahead. So yeah, there is an entire old Star Wars trilogy that he's doing. So I wouldn't feel too bad for him. So Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker on IMDb is being described as a action adventure fantasy sci-fi film. It is out on the nineteenth of December two thousand and nineteen. 
I don't think you need to describe the genres of Star Wars. Uh, no, there's a reason for that. Uh, <laughs> today, Lewis, one of our listeners, said to me that it's sci-fantasy is the um, is the label that they've got. But on IMDb, it lists different genres. So, okay. Lewis, if you're listening, yeah. Um, Star Wars is sci-fantasy. Apparently, it's sci-fantasy. I don't know. As opposed so to science fiction. Yeah, I mean, it's both it's the same thing, isn't it? I guess so. It's a, it's a, it's a it's an uh, opera. I can see maybe it be. I mean, it's both the same. Yeah, it's apples and oranges, oranges isn't it? Right, so I don't think we need to watch the trailer. There isn't really a trailer, is there? There isn't really a trailer. We can watch the trailer if you want. No, I don't. I don't think we need to because we know the Star Wars universe. We know what's happening. All of us have watched Star Wars. Ma- right, I'm gonna say like Aaron. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna be the bad guy now and be okay. mean to you. So people who like Aaron. Don't be upset with me. Why would you pick Star Wars when everyone in the in, like, Disney doesn't need a, the, our help in in pushing their film? Like everyone, <laughs> everyone in the world knows about Star Wars. Everyone knows it's coming out this year. It's like the third in the trilogy. I didn't know it's that the there biggest, was a Star Wars film coming it's out. It's the biggest film apart from Avengers the, the entire year. Why? Why did you feel like you wanted to talk about it? I'm just curious. I love Star Wars. It's not about our listeners. It's not about... I mean, it, did, obviously, did, they're did, important. Did you want to just discuss it? Is that why? Yeah, I just want to talk about Star Wars. Okay. Like, okay. So, Heather and I have started... I'm really excited about this. Heather and I have started watching it in chronological order on the run-up to this film. That's how excited I okay. am about Star Wars. I'm obviously listening to Star Calls, the podcast yeah. that... That's fine. Okay, it's fine. I. Okay, fair enough. I. It is one of my favourite universes in cinema yeah like i love the star wars universe okay. i just think it's so interesting the depth and even with all the issues that have come in the prequels and even some of the issues that have been created later on like it's still amazing yeah to me. i'm it's not i'm not i'm not like saying you can't be excited about it i was just curious why because yeah it's fine. i mean there's yeah. obviously like other indie films and other films that i'm excited about but i no, no you're right you I'm, know i'm the end of the day. Anyway, uh, okay. So I want to correct something as well. Yeah. In the not last episode, the episode before, you said that I hate Star Wars. You do hate Star Wars. Right. I don't hate Star Wars. N- right. That's what you said when you came out no, in the cinema no, after no, you watched the last no, It just feels July. like you no, hate Star Wars. I don't hate Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't say I hate Star Wars. I believe I, my my feelings were they've killed Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost it's pretty much done for me now. Ba- basically, and you're not going to give this film a go. I'm gonna have to, aren't I? Because I do a bloody film podcast. But I mean, my my feelings on Star Wars are: I loved them growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. The originals are really good, uh, and are amazing films. Um, again, like they're still a bit ropey in some parts, but yeah, they're pretty much amazing films. The prequels are, get a little bit of a bad rap, but mostly bad. Uh, some good stuff towards the end. Um, some oh, good bro. sequences and stuff. That I mean, like again, when they came out, I was pretty much a kid, so it, it you know it didn't bother me too much. Mm-hmm. The the problem, and it's nothing new that people are going to talk about. People already talked about it before with the new Star Wars films. The problem I have with it is J.J. Abrams set up a, a story. Yeah. He set up his trilogy. Yeah. He put plot lines and character arcs in and got it ready to to get, and he gave it to someone else. And I like Ryan Johnson as well in terms of what he's done in the past. I like Looper. I'm excited to see that um, Knives Out film. Yeah, yeah, it's on my honourables. Um, but I think the direction he went with by basically just changing the entire, like just ruining, ripping up 
the, the story arc. I mean, maybe there's some amazing plan that I don't understand and that it will all make sense. But to me, they sort of, it, it, they sort of ruined the, the, this trilogy because they they set it up a really good setup and then they just sort of went in a really weird direction with the second with the second one. And I mean, I'm just gonna say, okay, Princess Leia Superman was ridiculous, like so ridiculous. The 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 scenes later. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but the scenes where they where the um they go off and they're running around the like gambling planet was just stupid and pointless. And this, I, I could go into it for a whole hour talk about what 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 the problems with this film were. And the thing is, I was really excited about it. And I think the bit, bit why I'm so down on them is because, like, it's just basically my my, my expectations and my were just not met at all. And I, I understand like it's high expectations, so you know it's hard to meet them a little bit. But like they just really, they just didn't. They just didn't do. They, they just like. They didn't do what you want. Well, no, it's, no, you no. Didn't want it. it's not what I wanted. It's, it's all no, right. No, it's not that. It's. They just like, it felt like they just changed the story. They're breaking the rules. No, breaking no, the rules of like, Star Wars. No, yeah. it's not. The, it feels like thinking outside of the box. They, no, no, it's not that. <laughs> and I, I don't like that 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 argument of oh, they're just because it's not your expectation. It's not it's because it's yeah, not. I'm winding um, you up. I'm winding you up. Because it's not what you thought was going to happen. Absolutely, it's bad. That's not. That's not. I don't have a problem with that. It's the fact that they built up a whole story arc, and then they just. Ah, we're not going to follow that up. We're just going to completely change it, and and then they ruined. It. I don't know. I I, I, I yeah. I, I I haven't watched it recently. It's been a while since, so I won't be able to give you all the talking points. But that I mean, I don't hate Star Wars. I, I the reason why I was so disappointed is because I, I really like Star Wars. Yeah. I've also been listening to the Star Calls podcast. So I'm really good. enjoying it. Plug. Um, Go listen to it. But yeah, so I'll watch it, and maybe there'll be. A, I mean, because it's JJ JJ Abrams, it'll be it'll be a good film. Be I'm easy. just disappointed that it, it it could have been something really. It's like Game of Thrones. It could have been a perfect TV show, and they just they just messed it up on the last. Couple no, seasons. yeah, but the general consensus of Game of Thrones was that it wasn't good, and, and like at the ending, and a lot of people didn't like it. But this film divided the fan base. Like, there's people like me who absolutely loved it, and there's people like you who didn't. You like absolutely it. loved it. I thought it was amazing. You liked, yep. You liked Princess Leia being. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool because she is supposed she's 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 Luke's twin, and she is supposed to be as force sensitive as Luke is. And if Luke is like the answer to like the Jedi's coming back, why can't Princess Leia be like because that? She's had no training. You don't need training. Have you, you seen Ray? Ray's have barely exactly, had any training. Exactly. Like the whole point is that like they build they build it all in the other films is that. You're supposed to be to be able to use the force. You're supposed to be able, you're supposed to be trained from an early age. I mean, like Luke. Uh, this is so geek, and we we can we can getting off off course completely off the film. Talking about like, Luke was trained by Yoda. He went away. He came back. He still wasn't quite you know completely trained. He went away again and came back, and then he was able to use the force powers. Whereas Leia didn't have. I mean, we didn't. We were. All, we weren't told it. I mean, if they would have said to us, "Oh, Leia spent the last twenty years training," then it would have been made made more sense. Anyway, I'd, I don't want to get into. It. There's so many things we can talk about with that film, but I was. I'll say is I was very disappointed with that film, and it made, it made me really like not look forward to this new one, and I'm just sort of like sad about it. I mean, I'll watch it because it's going to be massive, and everyone will want to. You know. Anyway, and. Oh, you've you've already we've already talked about the lighthouse, haven't we? 
So have you got another one? Yep. Let's do it. Let's move out of the 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 universe and move to Nazi Germany. <laughs> Nazi Germany. <laughs> so this film uh, is called Jojo Rabbit. Have you guys heard of this film? Jojo Rabbit. No. Uh, I've I've, I've heard a little bit. So this is October 2019. It comes out. Uh, sorry, Johnny. What have you heard about it? Sorry. Um, I've heard. Uh, that it's like a mick take on Nazis, um, but beyond that, not too much more. Oh, I have. I've seen. I've seen. I have seen a a um, a screenshot of someone in an office like wearing a Nazi uniform, and then someone's talking to them. Okay, so that <laughs> this the, okay. It's, it's so this the genre of this film is a comedy drama, and it's a war film. It's a PG thirteen, so it's not gonna go too crazy. It's a World War Two satire. That follows a lonely German boy named Jojo, who's played by Roman Griffin Davis, whose worldview is turned upside down when he discovers his single mother, Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a young Jewish girl in their attic, aided only by his idiotic imaginary friend Adolf Hitler, uh, who is played by Taika uh, Waititi. Jojo must confront his blind nationalism. So uh, it's funny because then that description doesn't say uh, Jojo is in the um, Hitler Youth. Okay. Um, so that's like, like that's the the basis of like who he is, and he's like he's like on board with Nazis Nazism. He's on board with Hitler Youth. Uh, he's like you know, he he is definitely a a, a, a German nationalist at the time of World War Two. Um, so it's directed by. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna butcher his name again. It's uh, Taika Watiti. So Taika Watiti. Sorry, is it Taika Taika Watiti? I think so. Okay, cool. Who's a New Zealand actor and director and writer? Uh, he is the voice of Korg in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And Avengers, um, and he's known for um, he directed uh, a bunch of uh, Fight the Concords episodes, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the In Betweeners episodes. Wait, he did the In Betweeners. Yeah. The American uh, or the British? British one. Oh, that's cool. And uh, he directed Thor Ragnarok. Um, Go this, Taiko. This, what's that? Go Taiko. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit of a ramp up. It is, yeah. It is. Um, in between us. Fight the Concords in between us, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, he also did um, Eagle vs. Shark, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. I haven't yeah, seen that yeah, film. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mention it. Some of the stars that are in the film, Sam Rockwell. So that's a big plus for me. I love Sam Rockwell. Moon. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Big plus for Johnny. Um, Rebel Wilson. Uh, Alfie Allen's in it. And Stephen Merchant is some of the well-known actors. Uh, and w- should we watch the trailer? You can get a... I would, uh, I would like to watch uh, the trailer. I, I feel like this is ticking a lot of boxes. Um, like I like Flight of the Concords. I like... Um, like Korg was the only thing out of <laughs> Avengers that I remember. You should watch Thor Ragnarok because <laughs> you'd like only, that film. The only I think. thing that you didn't fall asleep in. <laughs> yeah. You should watch you that. In fact, you woke up for it. It's very like if you liked that guy out of the Avengers, you should watch Thor Ragnarok. It's quite it's similar vibe to that. His whole character. I mean, he's he's, he's big. He's, he's in it for a lot more, um, but it's that, that sort of humor as well. So it's it's really good. Um, right, let's chuck on the trailer. Yeah. That looks so good. So that was funny. When I watched that, I got vibes of like 
it felt very Wes Anderson-y, Anderson yeah. in terms yeah. of like Moonlight Kingdom or like, I don't know, like it, it had that sort of weird, like it had that sort of American sort of like teenage summery vibe, like sort of like we're going on an adventure, it's all, it's going to be really nice and there's a bit quirky characters and stuff, but the fact that it's all like just juxtaposed and set, you know, next to Nazi Germany and like the, the Hitler Youth and stuff, I think it's, it's a really weird and interesting Concept, and I don't think I've ever seen a film about the, the Hitler Youth. Really, have you guys ever mm. heard? Mm. No, I've no. never seen a film. It might have, might have been like a documentary. Like from their perspective, it's just gonna be really interesting. And like also having Adolf Hitler as an imaginary friend is just great as well. Like, but yeah, like it looks like a comedy film. Um, like, what's it? Uh, Beyond the Will Wilder People. That's oh, the yeah, same yeah, yeah, yeah. guy did that. The same guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well. So you're in. Yeah. Yeah. You're in, aren't you? You're in. That's that's um, that's, that's me in. Kings um, of Summer is still a better film, though, isn't it? Kings of Summer. Than uh, hunting for the wilder. Is it hunting for the wilder people? Hunt for the wild people. I uh, know. I think hunt for the wild people's better. I think but there's like there's a bigger laugh in Kings of Summer, like with the snake. But equally, both good films. Yeah. Very. Both great. Films. You should. Uh, I've seen neither of them. But oh, I've heard man. of Hunter the Wilder People and, I've, and I remember you saying Kings of Summer was really good. It's so I, good. But it seems like I it's a similar vibe. watching uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. And I've like, never laughed in a cinema. I was like by myself in London. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing in public. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you should watch those. That can be my third thing that I always recommend, Hunt for the Wilder People. So that's a that was a right. You've got challenge now. You're gonna drop them in every single podcast now until the end of time. Sorry, I'm. So, yeah, that was Jojo Rabbit. Uh, it comes out third of January. Yeah, it's the third of January, twenty twenty. So yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, you how you cheated? Twenty twenty. Well, yeah, it came out. It comes out in the US in October. Oh wow. Twenty nineteen. So that so yeah. like third of January makes me think it's trying to uh, get some awards potentially. Maybe yeah, maybe. Um, on streaming or something like that. I would either way. I would very much like to watch it at some point in in my life. <laughs> Sweet, cool, good. Uh, Johnny, what's your second film? Uh, second film. Um, it's a bit of a big one. I don't know too much about it. Uh, but it is Doctor Sleep. Ah, which okay. is the sequel to. The Shining. The Shining. Red Rum. Um, so th- I know there's been trailers and various other things, but I'm kind of keeping myself at a distance uh, yes, yeah. from it because I know that I'm going to watch it either way. Um, so I don't know too much about it. C- yeah. Can can I? So can is there a second book? Yes. Yeah. Is there's this book, what this is? Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So can I just jump from down the just the, the yeah yeah map? go for so it. It comes out 31st October. 2019, obviously. Um, it's got. It's directed by Mike Flanagan, who is known for. He's done some TV series. He's done. He did um, Haunting of Hill House. Oh, on Netflix. Yes. Well, that was, you know that was good, right? Uh, oh, he's done one episode of that. Oh. Oh, it was on. good. It Sorry. was actually all right. I mean, yeah. I, I Sorry, that, scary. That was wrong. He did all eleven episodes. He also did Ouija: Origin of Evil. Uh, he did Oculus. He's basically done a bunch of horror films and then The Haunting of Hill House. So, yeah, it stars Ewan McGregor in this film yeah. as the main actor. Looking at the other 
actors and actresses, there's no one else that really jumps out to me that I'd no. particularly know, really. Uh, they might have been in some smaller films, but yeah, there's a lot of like unknowns in there. Do you want to give us the um, brief summary of what, what the film is, Johnny? So basically he follows Danny Torrance as an adult, um, and it's kind of him, from what I think, reminiscing on some of the things that went on in The Shining and, um, you know, it's it's how he's kind of got through life um, in, in later years, I'm, I'm I think he also meets up with someone else who's got The Shining, who's mm-hmm. got that same power as him. Who is... The uh, what is the the boy? It's the boy. It's the boy from The Shining. For people who haven't watched da- The Shining, Danny Torrance. Danny yeah. Torrance. Sorry, yeah. It's the boy from The Shining. It's the kid on the trike. Red Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the trailer for this, Sam? No, I have not. I watched. So I watched this when it first came out. I watched the trailer. I probably watched the first twenty seconds of it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't really know what's happening yeah, with exactly. this now." And because, by the way, just so people might not know, so Shining is pretty much my favorite film of all time. So as soon as I heard about this film, I was like, okay, this is treading on thin ice. Like, it's a Kubrick film. It's like one of the best horror films ever made. And they're, they're going to go back and revisit it. And I was thinking, I don't really want to know much more about it. I'll watch it at the cinema and find out. For, for tonight, I did watch the trailer. And they reference The Shining heavily. And they literally show scenes from the signing and other in the trailer. Yeah, and they show re- the, I don't know if it's recreated sets and they've like refilmed bits of it, but it go, you go back to the the, the hotel, so which is interesting. So yeah, I'm. It got me actually more interested to know that they're gonna they're gonna be revisiting. I'm just worried that this director. I haven't seen. I mean, I haven't seen Haunting the Hill House, um, but from his other stuff, I'm not a huge horror film guy, so I don't know. I haven't. I didn't hear they did with that particularly that well, so I'm mm. a bit worried that it's not going to be looked after very well. But, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> I, I I don't really want to watch it. Is that what you're going to ask? I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it either. Yeah, I don't want to. You've watch you've it. taken a bullet for his aunt. Thanks, really. mate. Thanks, um, mate. Also, um, would you have watched it if Ryan Johnson was directing it? Mate, I watched his docu- <laughs> I watched his other trailer for his other film. I find I find something to poke you with. The, the knives out. With it looks stick. all right, actually. They've got to be precious over that original film. Mm. So I feel like it's like heritage. Yeah, like film heritage that they're dealing with. I feel like for them to do a sequel to that film now, they must have had a really good script written, and 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 had a really good like vision for what the film could be. Obviously, the book is there's a sequel to the original book, so there's that to base it on. I, the thing is, with Stephen King, it can be hit. Stephen King novels can be hit or miss. Mm. Um, in terms of like when they come to the, um, to the movies. I, I, but you know why though? I think it's because you're you're nervous because it's it's your one of your favorite films. So it is your favorite film franchise that they're messing with. Because mm. I had the exact same feeling going into Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like I yeah, was like, true. I was so nervous about that film coming out because I was like, "This is just one of my favorite films. If you ruin this, I'm I'm gonna be so sad because once it's ruined, it's, you can't unruin it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's it. Then the franchise is sort yeah. Of it's almost lost. like it's almost like when if you make a film and then they come out with a sequel that's not very good <laughs> and it ruins that and you can't redo yeah, it, can you? Yeah, you, know you, can't, I mean? you can't undo it. And but then you 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 get J.J. Abrams to come in and save it. <laughs> 
maybe is that that's going to be his job role, isn't it? It's like, well, ones. if we get JJ in, he might be able to fix the franchise. So uh, Kubrick's not coming back, is he? No, he's not. Unless he faked it. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Well. Okay. So uh, on to my my um, final pick. So this film is called The Farewell. Uh, it's a film about a Chinese family discovers their grandmother has only a short while left to live and they decide to keep her in the dark, scheduling a wedding to gather before she dies. So, so this this is out in America at the moment, isn't it? Yes. So I'll, I'll we'll give you a little bit of... So I, I was really sad because I was really excited about this film um, and I thought I'd missed it because it's an indie film so I didn't think it would be in the cinemas for very long and... Essentially, I was in Canada when it was released in Canada and America, and I didn't have a chance to go see it. And so I was chatting to the boys today, and I was saying, oh, am I allowed to talk about a film that's already come out? And and Anna was like, I don't think it is out. I think it's out on the 20th of September this year. And I was like, oh, yes. I'm so happy, so thankful, because like, I'm going to be able to get to see it in the cinema, because I really, really want to see this film. So I first heard about this film... Um, well, probably at the start of this year, but originally I'd heard the story already. This American Life. Yes, This American uh, Life, uh, episode 585, and it's called In Defense of Ignorance. Yeah, because I, I, I heard about this story, someone was reviewing the film, and I was like, hang on, I recognize this story. Did someone just yep. steal the story off This American Life? Yeah. And it turns out it was the, the woman yeah. whose life it's based Lulu on. Lulu Wang is her name. Yeah. She wrote, she went and wrote the film. It, she, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it stars. Aquafina, Tsai, Ma, and Diana Lin, and loads of other various people. Actually, stars her grandmother's sister. All right. She actually plays herself in the film. Aquafina was amazing in um, Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians, and she's the lead in this, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's the lead, and apparently she's awesome. So again, it's got um, real similar vibes, I think, to like a Wes Anderson film. Apparently, like. I guess in the way that it's shot and the colours and stuff. From only mm. from what I've seen in the trailer, that's what I mean. And it's not exactly the same. I mean, we, we, do you want to watch the trailer? Have you both seen it? Uh, I'll watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be well at watch. watching it again. I've yeah. got, I've got some predictions on this film. I mean, what do you, well, what's we'll watch the film. Yeah, watch, watch, watch the trailer. trailer. Do you know who this is released by? A twenty four. A twenty four. Yeah, for you bad boys. They, ma- I mean, girls. I don't know if they're making bad the money people. on these mm. films because they're so like smaller, low budget films, but. She doesn't know, so you can't say anything. The family thinks it's better not to tell her. Why is that better? Chinese people have slang. When people get cancer, they die. It just, I mean, that's the third time I've seen that trailer, I think. And every time I'm like, yes, I'm really excited to watch this film. I think it's going to be so good. Yeah, I think it looks interesting. Um, yeah, it's... It's there's two of these films. You know, when we've we've seen Crazy Rich Asians come along, where we've had like a comedy take on on um, Asian culture, and now we're getting a bit more of a serious take on Asian culture, but in almost like a big picture format, um, suitable for well, not suitable, but more aimed towards Western audiences. I'm guessing um, it's just nice to to get that because it's it's not something that I've really. Um, seen around before mm, yeah i would definitely encourage people if you haven't to go listen to this american life episode 585 like I just, 
honestly, hearing the story again, it just it's yeah. Just I really don't. Good... I don't think it because I mean it's basically the premise of the film is what yeah. It's going to be is. yeah. Um, and it's interesting how the that so that I mean, should we just explain what the culture is? How they, I mean, it's basically part of the premise of the film is that the grandma gets ill and the family don't tell her. Yeah, it's in the premise it's because in the, it's in the, it's yeah, they don't tell her because they think it'll make her the yes. worry will make her worse and make her more ill. This is really interesting. Like, and there's a, there's, there's like a there's a moral aspect to that, and I guess it, that, that's what mm. that's what the film's wrestling with for this film is. I think this will get best picture nominate, nomination at the Oscars. I don't know if it'll win, but it'll definitely get nominated. So, now I think we should move on to our honourable mentions. So, these are films that we're excited to see, but we might not talk about as much. Um, Unless you, any of you two have any other major ones that you want to talk about. It's sort of an honourable mention, but this is... The, the other day, me and Mel sat down and watched a bunch of trailers, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if there's any crop up that you like look of definitely you know we'll write it down i might discuss it so mel's film she did a couple of films that she looked, thought looked good but the main one was uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood oh, that looks that looks great that so looks great. uh this is coming out in december 2019 and basically it's a it's a biography drama film it stars tom hanks and straight away thing with Mel is as soon as, as a f- any film with Tom Hanks in it she'll watch because she really likes Tom Hanks like we've watched we've watched most of his work I think there's only one film we've watched that we didn't like which was called Larry Crown or something which was terrible um, anyway but th- this film is basically Tom Hanks is portraying Mr. Rogers mm. which is see wasn't really well known to me over in the UK I don't think it's been well known to us no much. no but he had a but it's really famous TV, TV show, yeah, in America. Um, and it's one of those, like, it's sort of one of those shows that you grew up as a kid watching. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people in America probably watch it when it was when well, it was It's on, like it was a there. Sesame Street type thing. It's kind, kind of, of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think basically Robin Williams' character, you know, in, um, uh, what's the what's the film? Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I think that that character was based on Mr. Rogers. I okay, that's cool. Um, but it's basically, it's like a... Like, Teaching kids how to, you know, how to treat people, how to be nice to people you don't, you know, might might, might not like ever encounter in real life or whatever mm. in their day to day lives, and it's just like it's a very wholesome. It seems like a very wholesome show, and the film is basically uh, is about a journalist who is uh, doing a story on Mister Rogers, and basically he's interviewing him, and he basically uh, becomes friends and. They he basically Mr. Rogers basically like helps his helps him out in life and helps him like deal with a bunch of stuff and it anyway. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, 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 sure. I don't know if you guys have already seen it. But, I've already seen. I've yeah. already seen it. Just, just looks great. It's a really wholesome film. You okay? Profound, Mr. Rogers. Lloyd, please don't ruin my childhood. Hey, Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful. I think it's he's quite important to the American people so Mm. it feels like they've really taken a lot of care and it also feels very American very triumphant you know Mm. I don't think they're going to tarnish him or make him look bad in any way that is like when you see a 
film based on one of these guys, like one of these like children's yeah. TV guys. You because of all the news that's come up in the last few years, you know, Revolve Harris and like Jimmy Savile and a bunch of other people, and like I guess um, Bill Cosby and stuff like that. You think, oh, is it going to be like some sinister, on you know, something happening bad, bad under the surface? But it's nice that it's just a bit of a wholesome. No, it's just yeah. like a really nice yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, I think I think like these sort of films like sort of fill you up a little bit, you know, they make you feel positive by the world. And I, I think it could be pretty good. I'll probably watch it. I might watch it with Heather. We'll see. Johnny, do you have any honourable mentions? Uh, the only other thing I've already sort of very briefly touched on it is it chapter two um yeah. pretty pretty excited to see how that turns out um really enjoyed the first one um so it chapter two is i think um 20 uh or 10 15 years later it's 20 yeah. on in the uh in the story with all the kids uh and um pennywise the clown is still out and about up to his uh mischievous ways so yeah, yeah, I've seen bits of the trailer. I've I've not again watched the full thing because I know I'm gonna mm. commit to watching the film. But it looks good. Like I really enjoyed being in that world. That kind of it's almost set in like the same time as sort of Stranger Things is as well. And it's, yeah, but I guess because it's twenty years later, it'd be set more of a modern day now. I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know if it's like jumps back and forwards um, right. between the two. But yeah, the the first one I remember going in and not really thinking this it would be up to much and then coming out and really enjoying the experience so yeah i think that's coming out early october i tried to watch the trailer for this and i couldn't i couldn't do it like i, I put it on and within like 10 seconds i had to turn it off because it was just too creepy <laughs> i was just like no i can't deal with it it's too much i i can't believe that you managed to trick Mel into watching this. I didn't trick it. Wow. The first one. wow. <laughs> I I wholesome Mel. I know. I know. I know. Wonderful films that she watches. The thing is, now she won't watch anything that's yeah, remotely yeah, at all. Yeah, because you frightened the life out of her. I know. I feel bad. You can't come bad. back from that. I did feel bad afterwards. I just thought I when I watched it the first time, I was like. Because I, w- I watched it previously, I was like, yeah, it was really funny and good, and it was creepy a bit, but but then after watching it with Mel, I realised, oh, well, hang on, maybe I'm a bit desensitised to this sort of films. She was terrified. She hated it. Although she like she likes Stranger Things, but I guess it's nowhere near as creepy. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. It yeah. has, like, Stranger Things is funny. This is funny. Uh, hmm. It's got one or two bits, but it's not like... I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you're laughing through the horror. You're like, yes, this is on my definitely. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up as a film just because I'm, I'm really excited about it, and and it's sort of like a. It's an, it's an obvious watch, but and it's going to get a load of media attention Mm. near the time, so it's going to be on the side of buses and various other things. I'm surprised, Johnny, that you didn't. Your one of yours wasn't uh, 1917. I've not seen or heard anything about that. Oh right, no. It's very much. It reminds me of Dunkirk in some ways. Isn't it directed? Obviously, by it's not Chris Nolan, but um, it's oh, Sam Raimi. Sam Mendes. Uh, um, he he did um, James Bond. He did uh, American Beauty. Uh, I'm sure he did Skyfall. I'm he sure did, he did Skyfall. I think he did Skyfall. Yeah. I haven't watched the trailer for this. Have you not? Is, no, I don't. I kind of don't want to because I'm, I'm going to go see it. I know I'm going to go see it. I'm going to enjoy it. So it doesn't spoil that much. It doesn't really spoil anything really. 
I know, but... It's more of just a, yeah. a tone piece, I guess you'd say. I am weird about trailers, though. He did do Skyfall. He did uh, American Beauty. He did Road to Perdition. He did Road to Perdition? Oh, my, yeah. I, I think I knew that, actually. Yeah, ni- 1917 looks cool. It's just a World War One film. And he also did Jarhead. As well. Ooh, Jarhead. Um, that, that's a solid lineup of films that he's done. He's Ooh, away well. we go. That's why that? he got... But that's obviously why he got um, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, because had such a solid repertoire of films. So, Aaron, our mentions. Uh, okay, so I've got I've got three for y'all. I've got uh, Weathering with You, Weathering um, which you. is a film by director Makoto Shinkai, who is known for Your Name. Oh yes, uh, five centimeters per second. Mm. Um, a silent voice. Yes, this is his new film, basically. This come out already in some some place or is it just? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, not that I not that I know of. Um, it features a high school boy who has run away from to Tokyo, befriends a girl who appears to be able to manipulate the weather. So the reason I like his films are just like they're usually really pretty, just really pretty. Sometimes the stories are a bit lacking, like in Five Centimeters Per Second. I just didn't really think much of the story, but I just thought it was a beautiful, beautiful film to to look at. Originally, when I watched that, um there wasn't any English subtitles, so I just watched it in Japanese, and I, I didn't know any Japanese, and I thought it was pretty good. My second honorable mention is Good Boys by Gene Spunitsky. Spunitsky? Spunitsky? It's a film about three sixth-grade boys who ditch school and embark on an epic journey while carrying accidentally stolen drugs, being hunted by teenage girls. This is out next week, isn't it? Yep, and trying to make their way home in time for a long-awaited party. So the film stars Jacob Tremblay, um, Keith L. Williams, and Brady Noon. Yeah, so it's just basically a, a, a comedy. It's like, almost like, um, oh, what's that film where they're in high school and there's the three lads? Superbad. It's like Superbad, but just yeah. like we're younger kids. I thought, is it not by the same company? Oh, it could be by the same company. Mm. Maybe not. What? I, I thought A24. I, I thought I'd heard it was Oh it is, yeah. It's by um Point Grey Pictures. Okay, yeah. Um who did uh here are some of the films they've done. Uh uh Future Man or they did Future Man the TV show. Uh they did um Disaster Artist, This is the End, Sausage Party, Oh yeah, Fifty Fifty, Yeah, uh, Bad Neighbours, Bad Neighbours Two, The Interview. So I think it's it's Seth Rogan's company. Is this I was gonna say it's Seth Rogan's yeah, company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's in the trailer, the original trailer. Um and he basically the reason I was like into it was like he was saying that the trailer's in eighteen and the boys who actually starred in it couldn't watch the trailer because <laughs> they're not eighteen even though they starred in it. <laughs> and it's just a bit, you know, it's a cheeky cheeky film with kids swearing and I just think it'll get a lot of laughs, so I think that would be pretty good. Cool. And my last film is one that we've already mentioned. It features our good friend Ryan Johnson. It's Ryan Johnson's new film. Knives Out. Knives Out, yes, and um This oh, looks really corny. <laughs> it does look weird, doesn't it? No, I like it, but so it's basically it's a who done it, isn't it? Yeah, who done it. But it's really leaning into that sort of like film trope, isn't it? Of like it goes yeah, it's it's set in America, isn't it? Yeah, it's set in America, day. so yeah. and it stars Chris Evans, Anna de Armas. Catherine Langford, Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Jaden Martel, Christopher Plummer, Don Johnson, Lakeith Stanfield, and the cast is huge. Yeah. 
it goes on and on and on. But I just want to like, I like Ryan Johnson. I think it's pretty cool. Um, two, the premise of the film seems quite interesting. It's like a dark comedy type thing. Yeah. Um, it, I think it looks, I think it's kind of in, an interesting thing for him to do because it's completely different to anything he's done previously. I kind of like that when some when they just do that. They just sort of do like, they just pick something completely outside of their comfort zone and you just see what else they can do. Um, yeah. I haven't, I don't think I've ever watched a Who Done It. I'm trying to think. Who Done It? Yeah. I haven't have really seen like w- Gosford Park? No. No, I haven't. I feel um, like years ago my grandparents used to put me in front of like really old films that had this sort of trope in and I don't think, it, I think it's sort of died off in the last like 50 years. I'm trying to think, I think like there's a Poirot a few years ago. Poirot. I was going to say Poirot. There's a Poirot a few years ago and obviously I, I've, I used to watch those TV shows mm. but in terms of movies they don't really have make them anymore do they? Is it Midsummer Murders? Is that? <laughs> yeah. T- uh, the Fugitive. The Fugitive. <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah. But this is this is no. more like. But this is more like a you know the board game setup of like who did it? It was yeah, yeah. Uncle Isaac and the Enjoying laboratory room. with yeah. the crossbow or something. That. Um. But yeah, I think that looks pretty cool. Mm. So maybe the next six months aren't looking so bad after all. Nope. Looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> every time every time we go to end this I'm always like so yeah bye <laughs> or uh, what's the last you know you want to end on the high or something mm. don't you you want to be like bish bash bosh so I, out of all those films we talked about yeah I think the one film that stands out to me that I'm kind of really excited about is The Lighthouse I knew you were going to say that um, I want to agree with you I want it could be a big flop it could be just not great just, but yeah. but I've been waiting for um, the farewell for for some time yeah. now. Like there's been a few months build up, but I would say the lighthouse is definitely it looks class. What Same. about you? It's it's really hard. The lighthouse, Doctor Sleep, and It Chapter Two are all very similar in genre, but like I'm equally excited for all three of those films. Um, it it'd be very hard for me to choose one. I maybe Doctor Sleep just because I want to see how it plays out. Yeah. I'm, I'm that will bank- be fascinating. I'm not banking on it being amazing, but that's one I'm most keen on on seeing. I think. Mm. Mm. Excellent. All right. Well, that 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 about wraps uh, the movie quest up. Um, again, if you want to follow us on Instagram at the movie quest cast, you're very welcome to do so. Please use the movie quest hashtag. It is very useful to track what's going on and also email us at if you've got any questions moviequestpod at gmail.com and let us know what um you know what films are coming out that you're excited about maybe one maybe it's one that we've already mentioned maybe it's something we've completely missed and if we have missed it we would like to know about it but yeah thank you very much guys thanks for listening